Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Good morning and welcome to Weekend Mornings and listen to that beautiful music. That is our first guest this morning, Jassy Husk. Jassy, good morning. Good morning, Glenn. Thank you for having me. You know, I was going to play that a little bit later, and I will play it. I'll continue it a little bit later, but I just thought, you know, we'll start off with a little bit of, wow, how beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. So that piece is uh, Sonambula. It was recorded at the Royal Opera House in London uh, with one of their coaches, Liz Rowe. Um, yeah, really, really great piece to sing. What actually. a gorgeous voice you have. Thank you. Yeah, tell us about your classical music journey. You have... Uh, um, you, you studied uh, in the UK, you've studied, you know, well, you tell us. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Australian. Yeah. Um, I came from Tasmania and I know the journey from Tasmania to London Royal College of Music um, is possibly not, not a well-trodden one. That's interesting, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, look, I, I always wanted to sing. I knew I wanted to sing from the age of about six. Mm. Um, there was no, my family isn't musical. Of course we had music in the house, but right. um, there was no, it wasn't that, you know, I'm from one of those classical singing family dynasties. It was um, it was very much for me. <laughs> and I guess there are there are those out there, right? Of course, right? absolutely. Yeah. There are some amazing singers that have come from classical dynasties. You know, families that have always done classical music. I am very much not that. Um, yeah. I wanted to sing. I went to school choirs. I followed the normal progression that musicians, you know, that other people would follow. I did school music, I did school musicals, I then had some private lessons, um, sort of after school. And I realized I just absolutely loved classical music. That was that was the journey I was going on. I applied to all the Royal Colleges, I got scholarships to attend them. And I honestly didn't expect to get into any. <laughs> and the rest is history. Well, you fooled yourself, didn't you, there? Yeah, don't ask for something you might get, right? I know, right? Careful what you wish for. No. Chatting with Jesse Husk, who is a uh, soprano opera singer based here in Singapore. And you've been here for a, a number of years yep. now. Mm-hmm. What What is the opera scene like in Singapore? It doesn't strike me as being particularly outgoing or whatever, <laughs> notable, but... What, what, what's it like here? Yeah, look, I moved here three years ago. Um, it is my home base, and mm. I absolutely love living in Southeast Asia. Mm. Um, it's, it's one of my favorite places. It was one of my favorite places to travel. It's now one of my favorite places to live. Um, it means I'm kind of between Tasmania, Australia, and London. And most of my contracts are still Australia and London or Australia and Europe. Coming up in Singapore, obviously Singapore has the SSO, um, the Singapore Symphony Orchestra. Mm. They're doing amazing work. They've just got a new head of programming, Hans Sorensen. So we've got some interesting programming coming up there in the future, I think. I'm singing there with them in March. Mm. Uh, So that's end of March. I invite everyone to come along, uh, come on down. They've got a really inspired choice of conductor, Stephen Layton. Has the program been determined yet for March? Yes, it's for a requiem. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, that'll be beautiful. Yeah, huh? yeah. It's one of my favorite pieces to wow, sing. Oh, exciting. So tell us again about this uh, Sonambula, the, the mm-hmm. one we started listening mm-hmm. to, because I, I want to play a little bit more of it mm-hmm. uh, for, for our audience to give them a sense of, of your sound. So set this up exactly what... What's what, going on. Yeah, what's going on in this. Because <laughs> um, I, I think that's really the thing, right? Yeah. A lot of people are put off by opera just because mm-hmm. they don't quite understand. It. You mm-hmm. know, Typically, it's in a different language, and yeah. they don't get it. So You're absolutely right. I, I think that people can be frightened by terms, myself included. You know, I, I'm a girl from Australia, classical singing, opera singer, musician, artist. They're just – they're all words that describe storytelling. And I really consider myself a storyteller. I don't – 
I try not to sort of put a label on myself. Mm. I'm just telling stories. Mm. Um, so Sonambula is a, a bel canto piece. Bel canto just means beautiful singing. Mm. It's a style of classical music where the voice is the key. So the storyline uh, is a woman who sleepswalks. Uh, she um, she lives in a period of time where women are tightly controlled. They can't do a lot of things. And her way of dealing with this is to sleepwalk. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so she can get away with doing things in her sleep that she couldn't. I mean, she can get away with doing all kinds of things. She was asleep when it happened. <laughs> hey, plausible deniability, I think, yeah. is the, the term we're looking for there. All right, let's listen to a little bit of uh, Jesse Husk singing Sonambula. Um, that was beautiful. Thank you. Wow, you uh, and your range is uh, is amazing. Mm, I am a, I'm a very high soprano. That's quite unusual about my voice. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah beautiful. Now, when we think about the business of opera, obviously being a business station, we we have to talk a little bit about that. <laughs> you know, you've been you've been singing since you were six, but mm-hmm. when you look at this as a profession, a mm-hmm. way to make money to pay mm-hmm. the bills, mm-hmm. what is the bigger sort of the bigger opera business look like okay. today in, in the year 2019, almost 2020? Well, um, excellent question. Um, let me tell you, I've already said I'm a storyteller. Let me tell you a little story about a soprano who uh, sort of graduated in 2005. That soprano would turn up to an audition mm. in London. There'd be 800 other sopranos all wanting the same job. Um, <laughs> I know, course, right? of course, right? <laughs> At least um, that that job we would have all the kind of producers, the director, the important people of the opera house would be sat there. The room would have to be rented. The piano would have to be moved in, mm. then tuned, and you would have sort of you're doing 800 people, right? So you've got to hear them, cull them, and then hear again. So you'd have sort of a three or four day process to get this lead role. Now let me tell you about the business today. (laughs) (laughs) That was then, this is now. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. In 2019, what you tend to see is that opera houses don't spend days and days auditioning new sopranos or new singers. They go on word of mouth. They say, oh, well, Jassy Huss did this role for us last season. Let's get her in to do this role this season, which is great. I mean, I was very lucky that Mm. I was part of the the time period when you could go and audition and be heard. Yeah. However, for young singers now, I think the industry is really tough. Um, so how do they break in? I mean, are they, uh, are they using social media? Are they posting mm-hmm. you know, their, their mm-hmm. songs or their you know, audition tapes or whatever? How are they doing it? I think there is a lot of social media. I think you have to have your Instagram account mm-hmm. at Jassy Husk. <laughs> please, please follow. <laughs> um, you have to have your Facebook presence sure. and you have to have something about you that, that's a little bit different that people remember. Mm. So, you know, um, if I'm mentoring, I'll speak to singers about, you know, what are you going to wear? How are you going to present yourself? What is the message that you are giving to people? Yeah. Because as soon as you walk in the room, people are already making up their mind about you. It's Seven you seconds, open, right? Yeah, before you open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, and when you when you think about 
incorporating, you know, classical music into pop, mm -hmm. you know, because that is one way to sort of kind of a gateway music. Mm -hmm. You get people in uh, in through the side door. Mm -hmm. What does that look like for you? What do you, I know you've done some yeah. of that in the past. Mm -hmm. So I was really lucky to work on the um, Ibiza Classics with Pete Tong and mm -hmm. that album went to gold in the UK and he he then got a CBE off the back of it. I mean, really, oh. he did super work. So what he did there was he orchestrated or he had someone orchestrate dance music. Mm. What a great idea, right? Sure. It's something I'd already done um, previously. I had a number seven hit in the UK with the Beat Freaks and that, that was sort of orchestrated dance music. And I've sort of gone, well, hey, this is a good idea. Why can't we write our own with using a follow, following a classical tradition? Why can't we write our own dance music? Mm. So we've kind of mixed them in together. As with everything, it's about the story for me. Yeah. So with Reef, this project um, where I am co-composing with Charlotte Harding, um, Sally J. Clark and Victoria Silverbauer, we sort of filmed a, or formed a team where we would write about the plight of the coral reefs. Yeah. Um, and as you know, I'm really keen on music for environmental change. Sure. So this is sort is, of... Is there any kind of music you don't do? I mean, really, you know, you're, <laughs> you're, so you're telling me there's like, like 12 different genres that you're working on right now and, and seemingly doing well at all of them. Oh, thank you. Um, look, look, it's about storytelling, yeah, right? Yeah. I use my classical traditions. Uh, I, I use my technique. Mm. I use my vocal technique. And once you have a vocal technique, you can apply it. You can use it for anything, whether it's talking on the radio mm. or, you know, sure. doing straight opera, doing straight classical music, doing crossover music. You yeah, with with Jassy Husk, of course, uh, talking about her multi-talented uh, musical abilities, her environmental conservationist. And let's get back to that point because you talked you were you were doing uh, some work with reef mm -hmm. uh, of course we're seeing that the uh, the great barrier reef mm -hmm. is becoming bleached yeah. and you know people are very concerned about yeah. not only that uh, huge mm -hmm. uh, reef system but mm -hmm. others as well and how are you incorporating your music and your voice to do that so Help. reef is a 45 minute uh, symphonic seascape it's about celebrating the beauty of the coral reef it's about celebrating this ecosystem that actually provides 98% of the world's fresh oxygen. Mm. You know, the, the ocean gives us so much. So we kind of celebrate its beauty. In the middle section, we kind of highlight there's some bleaching going on. This is an issue. This is a major issue. We have sort of the next 15 years to fix this issue. Mm. And there are three outcomes. This is possible. We can have the worst possible outcome where we lose an entire ecosystem, which as humans we've never tried yet, so we're trying to avoid yeah, that. Yeah, let's try to avoid that one, <laughs> yeah. shall we? Let's not do that. Oh. There's a middle option um, mm. where we are able to conserve some of the reef and there's a better option where we can conserve most of the reef, we can lower global ocean temperatures, we can keep the reef for the children of tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. Let's play a bit of uh, of this. Uh, it's called Reef Shipping mm -hmm. Forecast. And tell us about this particular piece. It's it's kind of word art mm -hmm. or jazz, word jazz, something like yeah, that. Yeah, so this is a bit of a sneak peek into um, Reef. Reef is coming out June 1st, 2021, with the single being released June 1st this year, so 2020. Well, in fact, it's next year. I'm, I'm, I'm ahead of myself. Right? <laughs> you're so, you're <laughs> is it not the, the end curve. yet? <laughs> um, so uh, World Reef Day is, of course, June 1st. Mm. Um, what we're listening to here is the shipping forecast. So we've kind of taken a text that we've written ourselves um, about sort of... Um, 
the shipping forecast in Australia mm. or Indonesia, it incorporates all of the countries of the reef. The important thing about reef is that the language is Indonesian, Arabic, Spanish, French, English. It's not just an English language project. Oh. It's global, like the reef. So you can hear sort of a beat coming in. There's um, talking over the top of it, the shipping forecast. Then we'll bring in some strings later on. Um, yeah, wow. so shipping forecast. Let's listen to a bit of that right now. really cool with Jesse Husk, uh, the classical opera singer and also doing lots of things, including uh, working toward environmental causes as well. So that part of the the Reef documentary is coming out. The the sneak peek will be uh, this coming June and then the actual documentary will come out in June of 2021. Is that correct? Correct. So single is out this June, World Reef Day. And next June, the 45-minute work is going to be premiered. Jesse, how can people follow your career? You you just mentioned Mm -hmm. your Instagram Mm -hmm. tag, your handle Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. How else can they find you? And your um, music. <laughs> so obviously, Deezer, Spotify, Instagram at Jassy Husk, um, JassyHusk.com, my website, Facebook. I mean, I am out there, Glenn. You're everywhere. <laughs> I'm everywhere. You can't <laughs> escape it. <laughs> um, you can yeah. hear me live in Singapore in March with the Singapore Symphony Orchestra. Um, yeah, come and come and introduce yourself to me. Wow. <laughs> Jesse, thank you so much for coming on Weekend Mornings. Thank great, you. Great to uh, chat with you. And, and I hope you come back on uh, before your SSO uh, time in March next year. I would Will love that? that, Glenn. That'd be awesome. <laughs> to listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.